Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined as always by my longtime no seat co host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. It's been too long. It's been too long for us, but not for you. The not for viewer. you guys. You guys don't miss a beat. Don't miss a beat. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's usually a new discography per episode, except for these EAA singles episodes where we cover a brand new album that we want to talk about. And what are we talking about today? Uh, it's a big one for us. We're talking about the album Saved by Reverend Kristen Michael Hader, formerly known as Lingua Ignota. Yes, big album for this little podcast. Yes. Lingua has been with us from the start, and I have been I have gushed and praised, and she's one of my favorite artists, modern artists uh, by far. Huge, 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 huge thanks to Tom, our boy, Tom Osman, our history guy, for snagging us a copy of this one early, getting us a, a review copy. This is out on October 20th, so this upcoming Friday, yes. if you're watching this the day this drops, and it's probably out for everyone else, because... Only That's how time works. Time works. You'll find it. It'll be around. It's it's there. Okay. But anyway. Oh, so it's going to be real uh, awkward not calling, the, referring to this as lingua. It's going to be because it's, yeah, because <laughs> it's not lingua. She's done with lingua. Lingua's dead. I'm saddened by that. But still, you know, I, I, I understand. I understand it. But also, you know, in an, an alternate universe if this was still called lingua i wouldn't be mad or disappointed uh if you were to summarize your feelings in one word two words max about this album love it love it love it interesting yeah i it's my least favorite Kristen hater album by like like easily my least favorite i like it it's a good album it's yeah. a good album yeah. Don't get me wrong. But when I'm comparing it to fucking perfection, it's it's a tough to it's it's tough putting it against all of her other albums, including her very, very first uh, self-released one. It's a different beast, but it's not a total like 180 either. Um for her previous album, there were a lot of comparisons from us as well as other people where if that was like a like New England kind of horror type movie, slow burn, uh, which we talked about this is, and I'm using some verbiage from the, the press releases because the press releases, it's kind of lame to talk about that, but I've. I found them kind of fascinating. They're fascinating. And one I want to dive the fuck into when we get to it. But this is a journey through the American South. Yep. On a journey for salvation that is still very twisted. It is. It's very twisted. Uh, and it's uh, it's kind of like furthering her aesthetic of like the heavily, heavy, really religious overtones. Uh Yeah. With, with Sooner Get Ready was very uh, New England and it was very it felt like. I, I'm thinking Salem Witch Trials. I'm, it's not yeah. not that old, of course, but that's just the 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 Vivich. Yeah, the Vivich, the Vivich, kind of like <laughs> just that sort of aesthetic. It just reminds me of that. But this is yeah, this is all South. This is all. It's so it's so crazy. She's like from San Diego. She's from San Diego. Yeah. She's from two hours from us right now. <laughs> Spiritually, she's as old as time, though. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and Southern. So on this album, it's just so much Southern gospel mm -hmm. and 
I believe some of these are are covers of they're hymns, like yeah. Southern Christian hymns. Mm-hmm. And uh, my biggest problem with with that is that I just hate that music. Like I genuinely, mm. it's like you know, it's Sunday school, Ned Flanders kind of stuff. And it, if you look at it as this whole piece is is very creepy, the way it's recorded, which we'll talk more about. It's it's very uh unsettling and it's really well done the way they made this fucking thing feel the way it feels yeah but if i'm looking them as songs i still hate the songs i still don't like those hymns i i like it as this like package and this presentation um i know that part of the inspiration for this was i'm I'm sure you haven't heard it but um there's this weird album called called Satan is real by these guys, the Lovin brothers, or it's spelled L O U V I N. Um, and part it's so crazy cause it's these like Chris, the album cover is you see it. You're and you're like, this is parody and you hear the songs and you think it's parody, but they might actually be sincere. I don't know yeah. the full, but that's part of the, the charm of the album. I don't know the full story. I'm, I'm sure someone more versed in this music knows. Um, but I've always found that record fascinating. And I know it was an inspiration for her doing some of these, mm-hmm. so, especially like to get a little ahead and not talk about the full album, but all my friends are going to hell. Yeah. It's so, it's so like almost comical, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is very, it's a little like, is this, tongue in cheek in a way i mean it's a little goofy that's and it's part of it's totally part of the the like mythos of this album um but yeah she del- much like satan is real she delivers it in a way where you're like she she might be serious here's the thing uh and it's funny i'm, I'm glad you think that because that means that that it lands for a lot of people. Reason why it doesn't land for me is because I don't believe her. And I don't believe her. I, mean, <laughs> I don't believe her because I grew up with this stuff and I know no. what it looks like to actually believe it. 90, 90% chance she doesn't. Yeah. I agree. And, and uh, so not even, um, not even talking about the song specifically, but like uh, the, there's like a, a lot of recurring use of, of tongues on this album. Um, I hope she's doing all right. And I hope <laughs> Yeah. I always hope she's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, so the thing with tongues is like, uh, if you're, if you're an outsider and you, you, you didn't, um, experience any of that kind of stuff growing up, you look, you look at it and you see, and, and you, you go, that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. These people are, are fucking like out of their minds or they're on something or they're overwhelmed by some kind of thing. So you kind of have to process it in whatever way you might. But if you, like, I saw a lot of that shit growing up, I mean, I'm oh, very shit. familiar. Like I've okay. seen it. You're too, you're too close way too close and the people that that do that um whether regardless of whatever you believe they believe the shit out of it absolutely uh, so there's a difference here so what she did was she literally starved herself and you know deprived herself of sleep according to the you know the press release which again maybe maybe so maybe no really intense methods of like trying to get to this thing mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have to do that if you believed it yeah so uh, what ends up coming out, it doesn't sound like tongues to me, but it does sound fucking crazy and disturbing and cool. Yeah. It's like these really guttural screams and like, she sounds like she's out of her fucking mind. It sounds like she hasn't slept in three days. Yeah. It sounds really cool, but not for what I think 
tongues is. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't hear tongues when I hear that. Not that I'm some fucking religious expert or anything, but um, I just don't believe it. I believe it's a cool aesthetic and it's a cool sound, but not so much. Yeah. I also think there's something in the air or the water this year for me. This is our, our second week of almost talking about country music. Yeah. Yeah. And I've like made like a sincere attempt to listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to my first country concert. No fucking work. Yeah. You're not counting Wither, of course. No, no, no. I <laughs> I do and I don't. Yeah. Cause I I'd still count it. That's my only country show. <laughs> so second yeah, second one. So there's this also like something in the air this year where like it's just clicking for me. Just country as a whole. Yeah, and this isn't country per no. se, but gospel and country share a lot of similarities, especially this the particular. O- yeah, the older, the further back you go. This southern, uh, southern hymn kind of stuff. Like, um, uh, I mean, really all because so so before I'm jumping around all the place, uh, the parts that are the hymns are these very brief transitional tracks, usually in between bigger songs, mm-hmm. and uh, the, you know, there, there's power in the blood, um. Was it a uh, precious Lord? Take take thy hand is another one. Uh, what's what's another one? Fucking uh, nothing but the blood. Nothing but nothing but the blood. They're all very much you know the the big choir, very happy, very bouncy. Mm-hmm. Some of them have like that folky acoustic guitar thing. Um, some of them are just uh, acapella, just the choir. Some of them have the piano, but it's all very much like Sunday school. I think of Sunday school when I hear that. Yes, and. I love the like degrading audio aspect of this. That is a huge, if this album didn't have that, a lot of this would be kind of, I think, annoying. Mm. At least those tracks would be annoying to me because it, it doesn't register as creepy, but it they recorded this so fucked up. Yeah. It, I, it can only register as kind of unsettling. I guess I agree too, as my feelings on folk episodes and Simon and Garfunkel when they go like yes. Sunday school, it does grind me. But yeah. this is, this is more like, yeah, this is like, a sh- like this is a a show and a like presentation where like Simon and Garfunkel I'm like no you fucking believe that. exactly that's yeah. what that's what I mean we're like if if we really believed that she was full on Reverend mode this probably wouldn't be that good <laughs> I mean it, those songs I'm not talking about we'll talk about the actual compositions after those are very good yeah it, it might be it might be crazier. Uh, it would be absolutely be crazy. It would yeah. absolutely be crazy, but I don't think we'd enjoy it <laughs> like musically the same way you don't enjoy like, I mean, I guess you already made the example Simon yeah. Garfunkel, early yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, which is understandably a little bit rough. Yeah. But uh, before I keep like almost shitting on this album that I do quite like by an artist that I, I fucking adore, uh, there's just a lot of different choices that I don't love. And I don't think anything in here is like her, any is, among her best work ever, even though I do think as a whole, it is very good. I, I get what you're saying. Like if I met a a weird person who I, I would think liked her music, I wouldn't say start here. Never. No, no, no way. But as someone who is like all in on this, I'm, I'm for it. And you know, as uh as it talked about in the the liturgy episode i am uh it's not really an aesthetic i'm i'm tired of yet this these 
people who are fascinated with Christian music making yeah. this offbeat extreme music basically horror yeah a horror interpretation of it yeah which does end up being very cool uh and so we talked a lot about the production the way this is recorded again with seth manchester who she's recorded i think everything since caligula i think yeah that sounds right and um so according to this release it says that high fidelity recordings of each song were committed to a four track recorder and then further degraded in a series of small half broken cassette players tape manipulation techniques provide additional effects of deteriorating texture the result is an artifact that sounds lost to decay forgotten as though never meant to be heard uh it does really sound shitty and fucked up but in a in a cool way a lot, a lot of peaking a lot of like just it sounds like a tape it sounds like an old tape yeah the the best example, and I don't really feel like any of the other tracks capture the like fucked up, cursed, possessed feeling as the opening track does. I'm getting it while I can. Oh. But it does like you're listening to that and you're like, this this sounds possessed. It sounds so that that song pissed me off. I, it's a fucking awesome song. It's so it's so good. It's yeah. beautiful. But the way they fucked it up is just it's like okay, I get it. You're trying to make it sound old. It, so it's not just that it's warped and fucked up. Yeah. It's that, and this is my main problem with it. The volume just goes down. Over, yeah, like like an old like an old car radio. Like you're yeah. trying to find the reception. I get it, but it does it so much. I'm just trying to enjoy the fucking song. No, <laughs> it's, it's a great song. Like I said, I'm like totally more bought into the the vibes yeah. even if it's it's like you know at the you know to someone like you to the detriment of the song and really that's the only song that's the only song that, yeah so the rest has like you know really lo-fi production but that's the only one where they're like we're gonna fuck this song up like crazy and make it the volume go in and out and so like i wouldn't even mind the volume dips if it just didn't do it that much because mm. then i'm like struggling to enjoy this and it's a really fucking beautiful opener um super it's a, it's basically a hymn it's, it's, a, it's original song but it feels like a hymn it's really uh I don't, it's not quite melancholy it's it's still hopeful but with just a touch of like i don't know like the sun is going down in, in a kind of way just some, there's something just a little off and dark about it reminds me of uh in the latest evil dead because uh you know you got to be hip they instead of reading from the necronomicon they listen to it on a vinyl oh very cool and it's very hip very hip. and this is the yes this is very much that same that same thing ah uh, uh most all the all the performances are they're either um just vocal only acapella or um they have a, a she's using a treated piano which is apparently prepared with bells and chains mm-hmm. uh and it's fucking very cool sounding especially with the with this production you don't really know exactly how it's getting that sound or where the chains and bells are exactly but uh, it does sound very cool but um, very minimal uh, arrangements yes. especially compared to the last album i think the it, last lingua album i think a good standout track for that that jangly piano sound is uh may this comfort and protection oh yeah like it crazy sounding piano it's insane how much they nailed making it sound like an old-timey like western Mm, like a piano a piano exactly yes yes, they this this will never win any awards no but it kind of 
this it's fucking nice. Yeah, for the p- production. Dude, that song. That song fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really it's another really uplifting piece. Um, it's in the lingua style, but it's a lot more hopeful than mm-hmm. lingua ever was. Uh, but yet, Kristen still sounds super mournful on there. It's a hopeful sound with mournful uh, colored vocals, which is very nice. Um, one of the singles. It's funny, the, the two singles from this album, um, which are All My Friends Are Going to Hell and I'll Be With You Always, are my two least favorite songs on the album. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it, for All My Friends Are Going to Hell, like I, I will give it up. But it's, a, it's a cool song. It's First of all, it's unlike anything she's done before. Mm-hmm. It's basically Lingua, and I do mean the, the, the project Lingua, doing field holler blues. That's yes. basically what it is. Because it's not quite field hollers, but it's like, it's just if Lingua did field hollers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting presentation-wise. It's completely unique for what she's done. But musically, I don't find it interesting. It's just, oh, it's just field holler blues. Like, yeah, it's I, I know exactly. Musically, I've heard we've all heard that before. It's a very embryonic yeah. genre. Um, so just musically, it doesn't scratch any itch. Aesthetically, it's very cool, but musically, it doesn't. For yeah, me. for me, it's it's very much in these like like corny lyrics the yeah the it's not it, it's funny because it's, it, it's not even corny. corny it's like really the only way that they work for me is if this person is genuinely paranoid and freaked out of going to hell yeah that's that that makes sense that can i mean that's also lots of people in the world but sure that makes sense to me uh but it is like a borderline jokey like, it, it absolutely is very much in the like satan is real vain for people who have heard that album it's it's really hard to talk about this uh album in like a a linear no yeah it it is in a linear fashion so many things that yeah there's a lot of interesting things happening yeah um these these press releases which yeah like i was so fascinated in the like the lore of the press like i looked up the address Oh, I was looking, I was Googling it. So before, before we dive, <laughs> dive into too much, part of the press release is uh, an assessment, a review or, or, or something of the album by a Mr. Sorry, I'm sorry, by our Reverend Herschel B. Rutherford of oh. Wings of Grace Pentecostal Church in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire. And I was trying to find the church online. I mean, did you find it? It's a mall. It's a mall. So it's not real. It's because originally being from L.A., the address starts off 310 and i was like is this a phone number no it's one digit too much uh so i'm like what is this and i put that address in and it's it's a mall so so this so it's gotta be it's so it's a a hoax then and she's she is herschel yeah yeah that makes because the way this reads is so funny it's so fucking funny uh (laughs) because it's like it's part like uh what a real like an actual person would would think hearing something like this like what the fuck is this yeah because uh the you know the the, this is how it starts off it says to whom it may concern i was approached several months ago by reverend Chris and michael Hader about providing promotional material for her album of music saved i accepted this request because i hope to support all servants of christ in their endeavor endeavors and reverend Hader offered me a significant Mm -hmm. fee for this service which will help fund our new youth ministry program so it's like okay they bribed this reverend to fucking listen to this yeah and like the things that this 
Reverend says are they're so fucking interesting and funny because it's really just what a normal yeah. person's reaction to uh it's almost like she asked an uncle to listen to it and then just wrote down what he said. Yeah. Cause uh there's like there's a there's a bit here about how uh he couldn't contact her because she was like off the grid. He had to go visit her in this bunker where she lives and it's mm-hmm. all weird. And then he said he Googled her name and then he found Lingua and then he listened to it and he, and he hated it because there was too much swearing and yeah. whatever. Uh, and, it, and then um, my favorite part of this whole letter, I mean, it, it made it me laugh. the Wikipedia part? No. no. It's my favorite part. Uh, this is what he says. While I did not enjoy the record as a whole, I did appreciate that it was entirely non-secular and free from swearing and contained versions of many songs I know quite well and sing with my congregation today. I would encourage anyone who enjoys these songs to come listen to the Wings of Grace worship band any Sunday at 10 a.m. <laughs> as we are lucky to have Bill, our very inspired song leader who is, who is himself a talented pianist and singer. Like That's a nice touch. Plugging your, your church in the middle of like promoting something for someone else is so funny to me. It's great. <laughs> but... Uh, and like he also says, like, um, where, where is it right here? It says, um, uh, if I'm being completely honest, it sounds like it should not be heard at all. And I cannot determine exactly when it was made. It appears quite old. Um, I'm not sure why Reverend Hitter wishes to release it when it sounds so unfinished. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound unfinished. Literally songs cut off before they're over and then yeah. move on to the, like all the time on this album. But, and then on the, in the end, he, t- uh, he makes a comment about her speaking in tongues and then doesn't like agree with her way of doing it. But you know, who knows? Maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's real. Maybe it's not God, you know, yes. Lord works in mysterious ways. And he can assure you that this is the work of God, not Satan. Yes. Which yeah. is what she asked specifically yeah. in the letter, quote unquote. Uh, and he ends it with, as my work is complete, I hope that payment will be issued promptly upon receipt of this letter. You will find my invoice attached to <laughs> the peace of Jesus Christ be with you today and all days. <laughs> Like all good uh, religious leader. It was a deal, dude. They made yeah. a deal. Yeah. Allegedly with this fictional reverend. Yeah. But it is very funny. I'm, I, I'm glad to know that it's it's not real. Yes. At least I, that yeah. is what it seems like. The, the other one like got me too, although that is like a real. It's a, an actual press release. You can find that on the band camp and stuff. Yeah. So the thing that like got me and I was like, we're not even, uh, you know, not even in the album, but the part where it says, and it is written as you are when the end comes. So will you be when you must face him, whether this is enlightenment or insanity is up for the listener to decide like I, that this, I hope that's like written on the vinyl somewhere. Oh yeah. You mean like etched in there or something? No, no, no. This, like, just like on, yeah, on the liner notes. And the liner, yeah. It's just like sets it sets it up so good it's a tone it's a tonal album it's all tone because while some of the songs in here are fucking beautiful and really well written um it is rather inconsistent if you're listening to it like on a song if you're comparing it to like lingua albums where like song 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 fucking amazing song composition composition Mm -hmm. crazy stuff you've never heard before uh this is very much like a whole experience especially with the little interludes with the the gospel stuff but the the last thing I want to note before getting into the, the meat and potatoes of this, and even though we kind of already have, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know about you, is how this is noted that this is a, a journey of healing. Yeah. And uh, something I've learned later, or I'm not old, but, you know, more recently yeah. in life is, and I 100% agree with, is 
that when you are healing it as a non-linear thing. So I was oh. trying to I was trying to tie that in earlier, but mm. like I said, it's very hard to talk about this album. It is not linear at all. Yeah, it's not linear, and neither is emotional healing. And uh, I I like that message. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it for? Two steps back, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, so or any variation of that, where yeah, this is a. It's funny for like a, an album of healing. It still feels very twisted and sadistic, which I guess is that's just what she makes. Which oh, is she cool. she heals in her own unique way, and I I do hope she is is healing. Yes, indeed. After, I mean, just watching Lingua, <laughs> those performances, like okay, this is some, this is some shit going on. This is fucking intense. I do I do not blame her for retiring those those songs. I don't either. I will I I will never forget myself for missing this last tour, this Get Ready mm-hmm. tour, because I had the opportunity to go. I just couldn't make time. I um, think as we speak, she's got the Carnegie Hall show, and that's oh that's yeah, it. that's pretty fucking. Oh, that's the last Lingua one. That's it. There nope, we go. No mas. Yeah, I'm grateful to have seen her on Caligula that tour. I mean, Same. That, that that I can it's, die happy with. It's that. a moment in time yeah. in history. And uh, I'm I'm awful at calling these things, but I'm sure years from now there will be some sort of like bigger support for her music, and people will be like, "Holy shit, you saw that!" Oh yeah, it was fucking one of the best shows I've ever seen in my my whole life. It truly, truly, that was uh, I was bawling like a baby in that show. It was fucking oh. But anyway, back to this one. Uh, so. As for the bigger tracks, you, I, I guess you can count, I'm getting out while I can, well, even though that does feel like an, an outlier of an opener because it's, for one, it's recorded the weirdest and craziest. Um, and it's also like the most hymn-like of, mm-hmm. of, her, of the, the original compositions here, maybe apart from the closer, but, um, or in addition to the closer, but so all my friends are going hell, which we talked about that before. It's just a whole new thing. It's very bluesy. Uh, and then the next one you get, um, Idumia? I don't know if I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. Oh, I thought the next one was There's Power and then... Well, There's and, Power in the Blood is, is one of the hymns. It's one oh, of the, yeah. 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 Indumia, yeah. Indumia is the, f- the first song where I was like, this has this has the the like lingua yeah. DNA and why it doesn't yeah. make it such a, a jarring jump from sinners to yeah. this one. Yeah, it's it would fit right at home on a lingua album. It's really dark, it's unsettling. It's a gigantic vocal choir, you know, with the 12 plus overdubs that she does. Um, and I think it's original, even even among her whole her whole output. It's a fucking mm. great song. Um, and then not that not just that song, but basically everything on here with that production, it's just very distorted. Um, which is just something we haven't heard from her before. Well, I mean, we've heard her, her be distorted, of course, with yeah. like the brutal stuff. But I mean, like with this more piano somber stuff, it still sounds gritty in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, the other single is I'll Be With You Always. It is the weakest song for me. I genuinely that, don't care for it. That's crazy. Cause yeah, I think like it's not only like one of my favorite songs here, but like, one of my favorite songs of the year. Really? That one? I mean, really? There's that one. I guess I guess there's three for me. So it's I will be with you always, poor wayfaring stranger, and I know his blood can make me whole. Those are like 
if if I don't recommend listening to this album in chunks, but if you if your attention spans is fucked, my recommendations would be those three. I would swap out. I'll be with you always with me this comfort and protect you. But yeah. uh, the poor wayfaring stranger is my favorite on here by far. It's, I think it's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. There there's this something about her more epic drawn out songs where like, like I said earlier, I'm totally buying what she's selling all the time. Uh huh. Um, wait, so to go back to, I'll be with you always. So that one the reason I didn't care for it is it, it feels, it's not the, it's not the song that on here that feels the most like lingua. I think the one that feels the most like lingua is, um, uh, I know his blood can make, make me whole. I think that sounds mm-hmm. the most like lingua, but it, it does sound a lot like it in just a way that is, that she has done before that. I feel like I've heard from her before. It just feels like this, like this more of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas a lot of these songs feel like you recognize it as what lingua did, but it's moving. It's not moving like drastically, but it is like taking a more hopeful direction. And so I think the poor wayfaring stranger is like the, it's like they all, they all do it in some way or another. I just think that song executes it phenomenally where it's, it's a similar feel, but it just has an expanded moods. It's just, it's got a deep, it's got more layers with mood. Yes. I, I have similar feelings where the linguist stuff is like, it works up to these crescendos, these, these brutal parts, these violent parts, but that is very much on theme with the, like working through it and healing. It doesn't build up to anything crazy. This is the mood and we're working through it. And maybe it's not the conclusion you want, but it is a, it is a healthy outpouring of emotions. Yeah. It's not, hugely cathartic or anything but uh-huh. it is just pretty a lot of it is just really well written like the, the vocal lines on, the, on that song are just just gorgeous uh and then may this comfort, comfort and protect you like we talked about before it's just it's just really hopeful really uplifting um of course there's still like sorrow in there but it's mostly hopeful mm-hmm. um in terms of all like the I, i've been shitting all over like the you know the gospel hymn transition songs but i, I don't mind um nothing but the blood that is that is the most jaunty thing she served it's yeah 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 it's very it's got the 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 you know the you moving, can clap your hands and stomp clap, your feet exactly and, yeah um it's actually really this the the second half that does it for me like the first half i find to be paced kind of iffy but um back half does it for me because then yeah uh, i know his butt can make me whole yes thank you uh I fucking love that piano. It, it sounds so good on that one as well. I'm sure there is a piano term for the note she is playing, but um, when she starts singing, I was I was a gambler just like you. Yeah. It's just like very like busy. Oh, yeah, yeah, cons- yeah. I'm sure there's a term for it, but I'm a simpleton. Yeah, I just love that, that whatever that piano method is. They're not... Tr- maybe they can call them trills i don't know exactly yeah i'm trying to think um that's just yeah. for music nerds normal people i know yeah, uh, yeah i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about i don't know the fucking term for it but it is very nice it, it, it does start moving more it has a lot more movement to it it doesn't get big or loud or anything but that one i mean that one's basically a lingua outtake i mean it, it's mm-hmm. it's almost except from lyrically um, oh the the uh and again the um 
you know, at some point she sings, I was sick and couldn't get well. Like, yeah. mm, I feel that. Amen. Amen, Reverend. <sighs> Preach. Oh, my Preach. goodness. Oh, man. And then, like, at the end, I, the, like, spooky, like, speaking and the tongues part on the closer, you mean? Well, no, it's actually in between. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It opens up some songs. It ends with certain songs. It cuts right into it. It's fucking terrifying. Uh, yes. On on the back half, like on there and the, oh my God, the fucking, la it is, it is creepy and disturbing in ways like fucking like cradle. I, I love cradle of filth. I'm sorry. But like in ways that like cradle of filth wishes they could be. There's other bands. I'm sorry. That's just the first, like, comically. Cradle, fuck you. <laughs> also, I, lo I love Cradle Filth. I, I love their cover of Hallow Be Thy Name. I think I've said it once, but it's been a while. Uh, I once went to a Cradle of Filth show over Melvin's show. Wow. Whoa, dude. I've grown. Whoa, Whoa dude. I've grown. I hope you have, brother. I hope yeah. you have. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> So I forget which songs they cut in on. It might it might be like um uh I wonder if I noted it here. The the other songs it it cuts in and it's it's jarring. Yeah. And like uh, almost more like a jump scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the uh, the opener cuts off with that. And yeah. then I think it's in the beginning of like I don't want to say the uh the poor wayfaring stranger it may but it's one of the in the second half it it, it opens with it as well. But well, let me tell you something, brother. How can I keep from singing the closer? I, I, it lured me into a false sense of security Yeah, <laughs> where I was like, is this a normal song? Can you show this to people? No, no, you can't. And then, yeah. and then in the background, it, very unsettling, not jarring like the other ones. No, it just, it just glides right in or fades right in. Uh, fuck. Yeah, it's intense, dude. I, like, I can't even compare. I don't even know what other songs to compare that to. It's completely deranged. Yeah. If, if it was like, because of the, the, the so it, the song is eight minutes long. Six of those minutes is the song. I don't know. I think the tongues come in pretty quickly and I don't, I don't know. Exactly. After like a few minutes. A couple minutes. Yeah. Tongue, and then they hold it. For the remaining, like, there's two full minutes of just tongues. But yeah, it's this, it's just there in the background. And maybe if you aren't paying attention, you don't even notice that. I think it's going to be hard to miss. <laughs> if you have, well. They're not, they're at the forefront, but you, yeah. it's going to be hard to miss. Yeah. Because uh, it, 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 yeah. it's a deeply somber piano ballad. Yeah. I mean, really beautiful. But it's so disturbing because you get this gorgeous somber thing. You feel like there's closure, there's habits and then this horror and then like fades in the background and just holds it. The song ends and then like a two straight minutes of mm -hmm. just tongues. And so it is horrifying. It is creepy. It's very cool. And it's a very beautifully done piece of music. Uh, I have to, take out that she's trying to do tongues in order to enjoy it because because uh, because you're too for me i'm like exactly because it sounds like i hear her starving and sleep deprived like it sounds like she's really yeah. fucking pushing it but i don't know the difference and i don't give a shit i wish yeah. i didn't know the difference that's, that's the only thing that's the only thing because um you hear that mike's real crazy <laughs> i'm actually crazy <laughs> or he's crazy adjacent oh to sit that, that's an understatement <laughs> i mean i am I, i'm very familiar with crazy but uh yeah it's like 
I still love it. I still think it's fantastic. Um, but I have to almost like just try to, it, it's what this is like to me. It's like, it's like watching a movie to me. We're like, yeah, I know it's a movie, but I could, I have to take out that. Oh, this didn't happen. This is, these mm-hmm. are actors. Like just lose yourself, forget about it. Just get uh, appreciated for the, the piece of art that it is. I see this like a movie. Like I know she's acting. I know like, even though she pushed herself, but it's still not exactly like a documentation of this person who's fucking in it. You know, I, I think for me from like day one, my relationship with her music has always been cinematic and not, not in a way we, we normally talk, but I've always like viewed her albums as these, these big experiences that you need to like, listen to start and finish. You can't just like throw on one or two songs. And even then they're not like, (laughs) there's like, not really too many social settings. You None. Would, None. <laughs> probably zero. Yeah. Um, so I've always like had this like cinematic experience with her from day one. So my difference with that is uh, with those albums, I believed every fucking word of it. Oh, they. I mean, they are autobiographical. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and even with a thing like you go to Caligula and obviously these, these lyrics are very extravagant and they're, they're written from perspective of like a very, you know, uh, messianic type perspective, but they're all, they're, they're still true words. They're still mm-hmm. like real perspectives. The same way with this, these are like still real perspectives and beliefs, but it's so heavy with the, the Christian overtones and stuff mm. that it feels, it, it feels like more th- uh, theater than it does uh, autobiography. Which is why I kind of get lost and like, oh, well, she's, this is more of like a persona type thing than a um, a real journey through hell and stuff. I yeah, or I heaven. Mean, I mean, yeah, it 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 is. A, hence the reverend. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So, and I guess that also conflicts with me too because like, oh, she's adopting her real birth name, but also this character on top this, of it. <laughs> I think also as a pro wrestling nerd, I love the like. That's the Undertaker, dude. She's Paul Bearer. <laughs> the blurring of like, yeah, you're you're technically playing a character, but like, you're why are you using your real name? Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. There is this like pro wrestling. I, you know what, of, I take I like it more now because you you put that spin on it, that perspective. <laughs> you know, that's that's what we do. You you've like <laughs> talked me through some albums, and yeah. and sometimes hey, we just need to marinate with it. We're doing this in real time, baby. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. I mean, it is a, a really it's one of the most interesting and coolest albums of the year. Um, easily like there's, I still like it a lot. It's just when I'm, when I'm, uh, my, my musical life is changed by an artist. I'm sorry, but the standards are fucking there. Like I can't, I wish I didn't have such like high expectations, but like, um, yeah, this, this is easily my weakest hater album, but like, it's one of the best albums of the year. Would you say you're a hater? I'm not, I'm not a hater. <laughs> I am a liker. I'm a liker, not a hater. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's very, it's interesting being at this, this point in her career, this, like this metamorphosis that's mm-hmm. going on. Um, she's still one of the most fascinating people working in music and maybe it's not like a starting point, but for me, she still has a ton to say. She still delivers it in a way that I find endlessly fascinating. So yeah, it's a, it's a bold new direction, bold new direction. It's not like a, 
and like you won't it's not like the most like holy shit how how does she do this but you see the you see the movement no it's logical and i i don't even think it's that far of a stretch to think like maybe her next album is this her normal name and she doesn't do this like reverence Mm. maybe this is just like purely a transitional thing Maybe, you know, maybe she's like MF Doom and she'll bust out oh, a million different personas. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and she'll like pull them out further down the line. Like, I think yeah, that's a weird kid. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. That's wearing masks. <laughs> it's a, she, she already birth to show up on stage. For she, her. she already in center. Wasn't she wearing a mask on the album? She did. She was wearing a mask. Yeah. So it's a weird but apropos uh, yeah. uh, comparison. And yeah, I she's. Yeah, I always feel weird hyping up an artist and saying things like sh- they're brilliant and amazing. But yeah. to me, she she is brilliant she is. and amazing. No, th- I mean, uh, I, I'm I, just always so scared of someone listening to it and like, oh, man, these guys hyped it up. And then they listen and they're like, what are they talking? Yeah, because it, it is. It's not like an easy album. This is even though it's not, it's one of her least abrasive if not her absolute least abrasive, it is still probably one of her least accessible. I mean, yeah, from the get go, she doesn't make accessible music. Exactly. Like, yeah. And even in, even in this among that is still considered, I could consider it the least accessible. So it's kind of, a, it's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. She's, she's doing interesting stuff and you kind of need to be a fan of abrasive stuff, even if it's not screaming, but it, uh, I think what I would consider one of the, the make or breaks is how do you feel about those fucking hymns? Cause that takes up such a, um, they're only I, interludes, but they do take up a lot of real estate in the album. Yeah. I don't even, you know, even if I wasn't like kind of digging on, on country music this year, I don't even think it would break it for me. And especially like I've, I've wanted to hear this album ever since I, I, don't know if it was her press release do the comparison to the Satan is real mm-hmm. album. Cause I've always just been like <clears throat> fascinated by that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want, I actually do actually would like to see more uh, of this persona as Reverend Kristen Michael Hader um, and see what, what she does next, because in a way it does feel like a growing pains album for me. Like, I don't know what's happening mm. next, but it does feel like there's still remnants of lingua and she's trying to, uh, kind of meld in this this really prominent gospel aesthetic, uh, and I think there's just too much lingua left over for it to feel like a, a wholly new thing. I think I think whatever comes after this is going to be a lot more developed and a lot mm. more like mature and, and like confident. Um, having said that, I still like it. Still like it a lot. But yeah, uh, I, I'm more interested in what happens after this and what has happened before this. I almost uh, to to go back to a movie comparison. Um, she's almost like, like Jordan Peele to me where I feel so spoiled where I'm like, she puts out an album or he puts out a movie and it's fucking amazing. And I love it so much that I'm like, just, I'm like, I'm so excited to see what you do next mm-hmm. that I like, I'm like, okay, I need to slow down. Yeah. And just like, this is what I have right now. Yeah, it is. A, like, yeah. Like, I love Nope. I love Nope. But like the second the credits started, I was like, what are you going to make next? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and not like in a bad, this like, I love that so much. I wish you had more for mm. me to sink my teeth into. Yeah. Yeah. That comes, I mean, that comes with any artist that I feel like is, is, is doing things. I mean, mm. I don't know. So many albums that we hear end up just feeling the same or sounding the same. Like, yeah, I can tell how you wrote that. You sat down and you're like, this is a cool riff. What else is a cool riff? All right. That's a song. And like, yeah, that works for a lot, a lot of music, but sometimes you want, some weird shit, some shit like, I don't know why that came to the end of that person's brain. How the fuck did they do that? Yeah. Like that's making me feel weird. How did you do that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of the stuff that like gets me really excited. And she's always been the fucking, like the queen of that ever since I found her. Yeah. Uh, and even this album is no different. Even if I don't love every song on here, the stuff that lands still fucking lands. Oh, so you should all check it out when it's out, which, or now because in case you're listening to this after the yeah. 20th good good problem to have but i am uh whoo, sweating bullets with the year end list right now yeah there's a just there's a lot of this is a pretty good year for music dude it's, it's a good, pretty good year for music. it's a good ass year yeah there's a lot of fucking crazy stuff there's albums we haven't even talked about on yep. here that yeah yep uh but Check it out and check out all of Kristen Hader's stuff. I mean, holy shit. She just started uh, Perpetual Flame Ministries, um, which is what this album was released on. Mike even loves her like demos like the, D- her fuck. The Caligula demos made my year end. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. She's an incredible songwriter. Uh, so check out all her shit. And this, yeah, this album will be out on, on October 20th. Uh, so go and find that and do that in all the places. Please do that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I guess we're the fucking let's wrap it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, oh, again, million gajillion thanks to Tom Osmond, our history boy, for fucking doing this for us and getting us an advanced copy. Uh, we love you. And yeah, follow me on all social media um, at Pender Monkey and Alex on Instagram at Every Album Alex. Hell yes. Uh, follow, yeah, I, I, I plugged Tom and then forgot to fucking plug Tom. Uh, check out all his stuff at uh, TomOsmondSounds.com. That's where he posts all his music and all his whatnots. Tom Osmond sounds on all social media as well. He has two albums out. Go check those out. He's fucking cool and talented. Uh, check out my EP, Panda Monkey. It's in the description if you want to do that as well. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, what the fuck else? The Patreon. Patreon. Oh, can't forget about that. Can't forget about the Patreon. Also, there's a, we have a big announcement. Uh, our patrons already know this, but for everyone else, now... Per, for the longest, if you're tier two, you can request uh, a full episode for us to cover on the bigger, longer numbered episodes, full discography. Uh, it's been that way for a while. Uh, as Alex knows, we take a long time to do those because it's there's a backlog and there's a lot of waiting involved and it's, it takes time to do these things. You can't. There's no fast way to listen to music. It takes exactly the time it takes, and not a fucking second sooner. There's no way to cheat. There's, there's no, no, way, no way to cheat. There's no way to cheat. We fucking tried. <laughs> there's no way. I've I've thought about it, but I was like, that doesn't sit right in my soul. It wouldn't be right for the hundreds. Of it wouldn't be right for the hundreds of fans that we have. <laughs> we do appreciate every single one of you, but. How how crazy is modern times where you can have hundreds of fans and it's it's considered insignificant? I, I don't know. I don't take it for granted at all. I'm it's, extremely grateful, but it is funny. It's crazy. This is crazy. We'd be gods in Roman Roman times, dude. Yes. Uh, but having said that, uh, we're now offering a new perk for tier two members. Uh, you can now 
uh, suggest any album you want us to do it, uh, a Patreon bonus episode on any album from any artist, whatever, and, uh, and we'll do an episode on that. So if there's a if there's an artist that you know we're probably not going to do a full episode on, like Prince or Frank Zappa, Mother's Adventure is a different story. But Frank Zappa solo stuff, we're not fucking doing that. There's literally sixty to eighty albums in there. Is it really? Yes. Oh fuck! It's I've never yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so if there's an artist like that and there's a, a specific album you want us to fucking talk about, shoot us a fucking message on Patreon. Um, and if you're too, too, uh, we put all those in a pool and then we pick them out and we post those on Patreon. They'll be exclusive to Patreon. Um, so that way it doesn't mess with our, yeah, it doesn't mess with our, maybe we'll throw one out, uh, um, as a singles episode. If, if it's really interesting or really good, or if we, like we need extra time to do a, a massive discography, but for the most part, they're all going to be on Patreon. Um, so Go to the Patreon if you want to get all the bonus um, bonus episodes. You get to see our also you get to see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord, and on the Discord you can also suggest uh, uh, brand new albums for our EAE singles episodes like this one. And let me say, our Discord members are crazy active on there. I feel kind of bad because I can't keep up anymore, but I'm glad you guys are having fun. I'm glad you're making people seem to be making friends like. That's yes. fucking crazy. Good. Two strangers I've never met are now friends. They've met in person in per- because of us. That's it. That's fucking. That's wild. That's fucking wild. So I, I, I'm very like happy you guys are are having good music conversations. I get in there when I can. Sometimes I'm like, there's too much. Yeah, I'm gonna but bow out gracefully. I'm there. Take me specific. Like if you want me to see something's. Take, yeah. take me so i see it otherwise i'm doing my best same with me yeah and I, I, I can't check it uh there's too much and i, I get overwhelmed with all the stuff um but tag me if you if you want uh on, on discord and also page i am i run the patreon so you message me on patreon message me on patreon talk to mike on the patreon talk to me on the Discord. there we go there we go so yeah so you get all that shit uh like we said tier two you can request the full episodes for us as well as um, in the bonus episodes, episodes of Patreon, it's very cool. It's very fun, and we're enjoying our time doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I think that about does it. Yes. So I think it's it's fairly obvious what we should close it with, since there's only two singles out right now, and one of them resonated uh, hard with you. Are we not allowed to play? I don't know how embargoes work, and I don't want to take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise i would have put a different one <laughs> yeah okay yeah let's not tell you in the future we'll we'll ask yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but i think in terms of yeah embargoes whatever is out is is safe yeah so okay not, let's not. let's play it safe i'm sorry you don't like it but i think it's uh a better it paints a better picture of the album than then yeah so yes. let's let's do it baby this is i will be with you always thank you so much for listening and watching see ya
Not yours alone to carry. 